Welcome to Menu, the Feel Good Food Stories podcast. Whoop whoop. Okay, so I'm serving up a starter, main, and dessert of good food, chat, joy, and laughter. And that's going to be from myself and my brilliant guests that I have on every week. We talk about things like food memories, food dating stories, we throw in the odd review now and again, and there's a big dollop of food joy. So pop your napkin on your lap and let's get stuck in. This week on Menu, it's all about the love. Okay, so it's Valentine's Day on Tuesday, February the 14th. So I'm getting myself in the mood. Oh, yes. The moon hits your eyes like a big pizza pie. Now, shut up. Don't you just love this? It's a proper, like, Valentine's one. Do you know what I mean? Old school type of thing. But if you're not so keen on that, then you might like my other one. A bit of a fantastic one. A bit of a bombastic one. I'm dancing. You better be as well. I am dancing, boggling. Come on. Okay. <laughs> You're not joining me. I'm not happy. I'm not happy. I'm not happy. Oh, well. Love a bit of shaggy, can't beat him. So anyway, like I say, all about love. I have stories from Rosa, Michael, Jason, Povan, Ben, Zong, Jose. Oh, I'm jam-packed. I am jam-packed this week with stories about Valentine's Day. I thought let's just celebrate it a bit. Let's just have a bit of fun with it. So yes, that is what's coming up on menu this week. Let's kick off our Valentine's special with a little Valentine story from Ben about him and his wife. It's very cute. Okay, so Valentine's. Now, you talked about meeting your wife, like, when you were, what, 16, did you say? 16, yeah. 16, I love that. So I'm guessing you've had Valentine's meals. Like, what's the best Valentine's meal? Or what's the worst one, like, when it just all went wrong? You pick, tell us. (laughs) Yeah, and do you know what? I, I I probably don't have any many. I don't have many disaster stories, and even that this, as you as you'll probably hear from the last sort of ten minutes or fifteen minutes of chatting, my disasters don't stay disasters for very long. So, <laughs> so Valentine's is an example, and we've had loads over the over the years. And I think some of my my best ones are the ones where we just stay in. Yeah. So so we are we are both a lover of um of lamb. So we we would have a, a date night or or a valentines night would be a would be a rack of lamb dolphin mm. wild potatoes oh yeah uh, the veg of choice it would probably be a um uh, a savoy cabbage and caramelized almonds at, at this stage mm. of but the veg element would change over the years but that dolphin wild and, uh, and mm. lamb would stay the same um with a, with a with a good kind of bottle of wine and a, and a movie would be would be all we ever ever really needed oh uh, that's and, and when good, i right? when i try and do the 
let's go out, let's do stuff. I either find it kind of overpriced, overworked. Yeah. Um, you go to places and 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 again, so I'm I'm from that world, right? So I understand why we do it. But mm. I remember going to a really, really posh restaurant. It was around Valentine's. It may not may not mm. be on Valentine's Day, but it was around that Valentine's theme. Yeah. And it was a bit of a tasting menu. So it might have been five, six, seven courses. There was there was so much other stuff coming out. And we must have been visited at the table at least probably about every 30 to 45 seconds. Oh, to check God. if what if what so they, they would give you a, a, a small plate of food. Yeah, explain what it was. Fantastic, yeah, the yeah. Was there. Of course, our our service standards, which which always need addressing within within the world, is that you should check halfway through, or a couple of bites into someone starting to eat, you should sort of yeah. check. So when you start doing that on a tasting menu, you go, well, hold on a minute, um, you've given it to me, halfway through, a uh, uh, something that, that might only be a couple of bites, you're asking me if everything's okay. <laughs> Then you're asking me how it was at the end. Then you're introducing the next course. And before you know it, you've been to my table 15 times for a, for a four or five. Oh, gosh. Yeah. The wine sommeliers come around at the same time. In some of these places, you would have the person, a separate person to do the bread, a separate person to do the water. Oh, and in the end, you're looking up going, yeah. I probably had about a minute with my wife. Yeah. All the rest of us like that. So, so, yeah. But, yeah, we went out probably about four or five years ago. So, just, just pre-COVID. Yeah. Um, booked a local restaurant it was somewhere we'd always gone it's somewhere we'd had loads of time but we went on the the friday when i think valentine's was on, was on the monday yeah and turned up sat down it was about seven o'clock so we got in nice and early again we'd be back at home with a bottle of red wine and a, and a movie for the evening and just after they took the order uh massive power cut so um... everything in the restaurant totally totally gone off um and we had we had a couple of options which, which was just to get up and go but we ended up staying. So everyone else in the restaurant left. Yeah. We felt I felt really bad because this is this is a restaurant that's open on a Friday night, is now not going to make any money. So we stayed. Uh the chef had, uh, mm. had like a, a torch or a lamp in the kitchen. They were cooking over <laughs> gas, so the gas still worked. Oh and wow. they, they cooked us up. So it could have been an absolute mm. disaster. It was yeah. it was weird because they were playing the because all the ele electric had gone off. So they were playing uh songs on their on their phone. Um, which was which was weird it was like it was like a it wasn't like a nice playlist it was like a bit of, this, a bit of that and mariah carey would come on and then you'd have a really slow song and then and then like a, an indian compilation would come on um, and we had four people's mobile phones with the with the torches on yeah with, with vases oh. sat on top of them around our table oh i quite like the so sound of that had, we had a nice little romance romantic mm. kind of intimate dinner for two in our local a local restaurant that was in the middle of a of, of, of a power crisis. Everyone's had Valentine's dates, and I'm sure you're no different. So, what was your best or even worst Valentine's date? Worst Valentine's date was dating a girl a few years ago, and coming back and finding a McDonald's as a Valentine's meal. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh no, come on. Uh, <laughs> I can't believe that. Seriously. 100%. I was like, come on. <laughs> like, I've been out, like, I'd gone and got, like, you know, the stereotypical. I got flowers, I got chocolates, I went to a favorite um, clothes shop and bought, like, some new clothes and then, like, run wow. through the door. And she'd be like, oh, yeah, I've got this, I've got this brilliant meal for us that we can sit down and have a, have a drink and, yeah, walk through the door. And there was, 
McDonald's sat on the side. I was like, oh, oh okay. <laughs> um, nah, nah, nah. Uh, what was he? What did she buy? <laughs> Burger wise, what did you have? She, she, she didn't even spring for a Big Mac. I think it was like a double cheeseburger or something. <laughs> No, no, she had to go. Not even the top thing at McDonald's. No, not even, not even top tier McDonald's. Like I got, I got lower league. <laughs> oh my god, that's a, oh, Did she get you um, one of the what was the apple pies for the dessert? Did you? Have, did you even get any dessert? No, I didn't even get dessert. <laughs> Oh God, I love that! Wow, that's just next level. <laughs> what a great, what a great tale! Brilliant. Honestly, you've been so good, Michael. Had such a laugh. Really good stories. I love it. So we go from Michael's McDonald's date <laughs> to Povan's birthday Valentine's issues. My wife is born on Valentine's Day, so oh. I absolutely she will not settle for two for one present. And why would you? Why would you settle for a Valentine's no, present? I would birthday? not. So definitely not. Yeah, I, I we don't celebrate Valentine's. No, we don't celebrate Valentine's Day. It's it's more about her birthday. Um, but um, I don't know. I think because because I've been in my industry for so long mm. there's always when you when i find whenever i've gone out or whenever we've gone out for a dinner it's always disappointing yeah number one because the price is always hiked i know and it's like yeah. it's like taking out a second or a third mortgage just to pay for the valentine <laughs> dinner you know and, 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 and what is it and, and the same food could be on the next day for uh, a price i know so um um yeah, no, we've we've eaten in like you know a few Michelin star restaurants or uh, mm. you know Rosette rest you know Rosette restaurants and um, but she prefers me to cook at home for her. Um, oh, yeah. yeah, so I always try and put on a slap up meal for her at home. Um, mm. <clears throat> doesn't lead to any promises, but uh, you know it's just uh, <laughs> what's the smile on her face. So that's that's good enough. You know, I think after twenty years, that's 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 good. You know, that's that's great. Win win win. Oh my god! What's one of his slap up meals then? I feel like you told oh. me. And is it a proper like starter main dessert? We're not just talking like you know. But that's where it stops up for dessert. That's it, you know. And a bottle of maybe you know uh, pink. Um, was it pink? Uh, Lauren Perry. <laughs> that's what she likes anyway. So chocolates afterwards. All yeah, right. We'll forget Ooh. the roses. Forget all that. Um, and there's <laughs> nice little birthday present. But yeah, yeah. you know, we. I, I'm. I'm confident, and, and I know she won't. Um, <clears throat> she won't be angry at this, but um, yeah. I've kind of like educated her palate as well. In right. apart from Indian food, well, she's a yeah. great cook as well. She's yeah. a great cook. She cooks great Indian food. I mean, she would be because I've taught her everything. So you know, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> but um, you know, exposing and, and to be honest, until I actually started myself in the actual industry, I didn't have a great palate. You know, I mm. had a, I had a palate for good for good food you know home cooked food but mm. you know like seafood um and and all these on entre meat entrees and everything you know mm. i wasn't exposed to that but you know slowly because luckily enough my first job i worked for a great seafood restaurant fish seafood oh, restaurant yeah, yeah. So I, ha I, I have a love for fish and seafood so you know nice fresh mussels 
um, a nice piece of fish and, you know, just a, a light dessert would be mm. sufficient for her, you know, so it's great. Yeah. Um, that's what you'd cook her, like some seafood. Cook, cook for us, oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. I've kind yeah. of got my children out hooked on it as well, so we make it like a, mm. a full family thing, you know. Um, and what I like about Povan is he knows the score. Do you know what I mean? He just knows. Have a listen to this. Happy wife, happy life. Is it something that you say? Happy <laughs> wife, happy life. No? I like that you know what side your bread is buttered. I like that, Pova. <laughs> More men should understand this. I'm not <laughs> saying I understand it. <laughs> I'm not saying I understand it, but you know, that's how it is. <laughs> <laughs> What's the kind of perfect Valentine's meal? What oh. do you think? <laughs> wow, that that's a hard one. I I don't. Uh, the chef she's working on it and something, but I don't know. I don't know what she's putting together. Oh, okay. Uh, I don't know if it has to be Valentine's, but yeah. people. Because I see a lot of people who come here for celebrations. Yes. Uh, actually, last week we had a couple, a couple people who can celebrate their uh, wedding anniversary, oh, that's nice. and that's 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 wonderful, you know. Yeah. They, and they celebrate with tacos and enchiladas. And was that a perfect meal? I think it was a good, perfect meal for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we were very happy that we we were able to to be part of that. Yeah. With that food. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, I don't know if that makes sense. Yeah, because I feel like you're saying you're part of someone's special memory. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Because they they, they made time, they took the time, they planned it, and they said, we go to Alameda, and uh, we're going to choose from the menu. So they chose the enchiladas, the guacamole, the tacos, uh, the margaritas. And for us to be part of that celebration, yeah. it, it means it means a lot. Yeah. It means a lot. It means uh, again. Was that a special meal? I think it was special for them. Yes. And it was special for us because we prepare it. Yeah. Yeah. I think you're right. I think that is a special meal because. Like, if you think about the love, the love that goes into the cooking, mm. and obviously them two have been in love and they're married, have been so long, and they've chose to come here to you, so it is very special. I think I think that's the perfect Valentine's meal, actually. Now you've yeah. said it, it does, it hits all of those special areas. So, yeah. There's, there's, yeah, I think that's something that, it, that you put together mm. for them to celebrate. I did like Jose's little story. Um, Jose is from Ala Mexicana and um, he's a restaurant owner. So it's quite interesting when you hear the views of people who are in the business. You know, when you're a, a client, when you're there sitting down as a customer, you probably don't really think about how the restaurant owners kind of going about things because you're just there for your dinner and the atmosphere and all the rest of it but it is quite interesting to hear what people who work in hospitality what they think of valentine's day so have a listen to what jeffrey had to say is there a best or worst valentine's day you've ever been on and tell us about it uh so because i've worked in the industry for as long as i can remember i've always Mm. sort of been working on valentine's day Uh and it's um 
to be honest, probably quite preferable. Um, th there's, I, I think working it is something that's quite notorious in the industry for eight million tables of two with nothing better to do than come to the restaurant. Um, and it's it's really interesting because you can you can certainly sit there and, and judge people and, and look yes. at how the relationship is going. Is it a first yeah. date? Is it have they been together for for ages? Um, Oh. There was one couple that was talking about their, you know, upcoming divorce that I remember, oh. which, which was quite strange. Um, oh. So, yeah, I definitely have some horror stories um, <laughs> around Valentine's Day, but probably yeah. not on Valentine's Day itself. Oh, OK. Oh, that's, that's all right, then. That's not so bad. I've had some really good accounts of Valentine Day dates <laughs> so far and there is more to come so don't even think about going anywhere. But sometimes, you know, if you have a bit of a dating disaster and you think, well, nothing's going to come of that, they're done. Well, not always because my guest, Rosa, she had, well, two dating disasters and she has been with her fella for like seven years. So don't lose hope even if you've had a bit of a dating disaster. It could all work out in the end. Have a listen to Rosa. Okay, so I'm sitting here with Rosa and she's going to tell me all about some dating disasters. I've had them, we've all had them. So come on, spill the beans, Rosa. Well, the two that really stick out are actually when I was early dating days with my boyfriend now, who I've been with for seven years. So it kind of, they didn't have too much of an effect. But when we first started dating, he lived in France and it was all very bougie. Basically, I would go over every couple of weeks and would go out to some nice restaurants and have a nice time. And one of my things that I hate is, you know, when you're in a restaurant and you've got the tables of two yeah. and there's a row of them and yeah. they're really close to each other. Yeah, yeah. And I like sitting kind of against the wall so I can like look out. But then it's always squeezing in and out in yeah. between the tables. And mm. I've got quite a big bum. And I think, oh, no, I'm going to do I whatever. Anyway, we're in this lovely French restaurant in Lyon called Lyon, which is amazing. And it's like white tablecloths. Not like super bougie, but on the walls are like presidents and celebrities and everyone that's come and eaten there. So and this was quite early on. This must have only been like three or four months in. So I'm still trying to impress, still trying to... Anyway, and he speaks like fluent French, which is another story we'll come on to later. But we literally sat down, bottle of red wine opposite each other. I'm on the bronquette, he's on the chair, and I'm thinking, right, okay, I'm going to need to go to the toilet. Okay, so I've got to get out. And there's a French couple either side of us eating, feeling all like posh bottle of red wine on the table and so I think right am I gonna go ask to my table yeah. or ask to the other table and yeah. I thought well it's much worse shoving my bum in between like a French couple and trying to squeeze you know what I mean though right yeah. they're trying to squeeze through that little gap <laughs> so obviously I went ask on my table squeezed yeah. in bottle of red wine uh, everywhere splashed uh, all into the French couple next to me <laughs> white tape like literally everywhere oh, you think like God. it's not gonna you might might be a little bit of a wobble yeah. little splash no whole bottle everywhere i was absolutely mortified i just like oh, ran down to the God. toilet for oh my god and you obviously the french couple next to us were started yeah. like exclaiming in french i didn't know anything that they were saying <laughs> who's this british girl come in and splashed red wine all over <laughs> and i literally i remember sitting in the toilet i was thinking i'll oh, just stay here give them enough time <laughs> to clean up 
and then I can go back and pretend it didn't happen. And then I got back, and they hadn't replaced the tablecloth or anything. There was still wine everywhere. Oh my god, I was mortified. And so now it's a thing. Even seven years later, every time we go into a restaurant and we see those two tables, I won't sit there. Because I just don't, I can't deal yeah. with the, the thing of just squeezing in between. Yeah. T- it's a nightmare. Yeah. So now, yeah, don't go bum inwards, basically. <laughs> a lesson for us all. <laughs> a lesson for us all. It was oh, mortifying. Dear. Yeah, absolutely horrendous. Oh, oh well. my God. Never mind. Love it. And then the second one is also the same um, partner. So Jeeves is my partner's name, basically. He lived in France for like two years, speaks pretty good French. Yeah. My French is all right, um, but we went on a two-week camper van holiday. We're sort of driving around France. It's like, lovely, this is great. Mm. And normally when I was with him, he speaks French, so I'd just let him speak. It was much easier. But after two weeks, I was feeling pretty confident, and I was, he was trying to encourage me, so whatever. So we went to this other lovely restaurant. It was like our last night of the holiday. Sat down, and it was full and it's called Denise Denise in Lyon and it's lovely there's two of them it's quite well known sat down and I was like nope I've got this I'm gonna order my own dinner I'm feeling confident and so and Jeeves sort of looks at me like are you sure and I'm like don't take it away from me I've got the confidence now I'm gonna do it and so he orders his and I was like looked at the menu and I was like je voulais un anglais which is like Onglet, right? Onglet steak. Okay. On the menu, it was yeah. onglet. I said, like, right, I can say that. Je voudrais un onglet, pour favor, s'il vous plaît. Perfect. She looked at me kind of up and down, wrote something on her pad, walked off. And I was like, must have been fine. She must have known what I was talking about. About 15 minutes later, Jeeves' dinner comes. And I was like, oh, that looks nice. And then she come, goes away, she comes back in and she puts my plate in front of me. And it's an omelette. And I was like, why have I got an omelette? An omelette wasn't even on the menu. <laughs> so, I was so confident with what I ordered. And then this plate came and I just remember being absolutely... Mortified. I was like, why is there an omelette? And obviously Jeeves then calls the waitress over. They have a conversation in French. And then I just hear her walk off going, bloody English. And then... <laughs> like oh my god and then like 20 minutes later obviously then my steak arrived and it was fine but then now to this day I just won't order because uh, I just but the fact that it wasn't even on the menu it wasn't even on the menu I just feel like she must have thought I don't know what she wants just give her an egg yeah you just give her an egg yeah egg. Can't go, to be fair had I not been as mortified I probably would have quite enjoyed an omelette I don't mind an omelette every now and then but I think it was more that I had worked it up for like two weeks of being like I can be confident now speaking in French and this was still quite early on in our relationship and I sort of didn't want to you know what it's like when you speak a different language and you don't want to be judged and I was like no but I can be confident I can do it and then it was just the wrong thing and now every time we go out and there's like an omelette on the menu (laughs) oh god help me it's like always just a joke but Absolutely ripped me of my confidence speaking French oh, after that. No. That was it. So no. <laughs> Your confidence is in shred, but what a good story. It's a good story. Yeah, it's still a good story. <laughs> now, this Valentine's account is it's like a proper love at first sight, Jobby. It happens, people. It happens. I was like, really? But really? Have a listen to Akudo. 
My best Valentine's Day was um, the first Valentine I had with the missus. Um, simply because, like I, uh, it was um, it was a, just a bunch of fortunate actions that led to it, um, and one of them being um, that before I met her. Um, mm -hmm. She knew my housemates at the time when I was in university. So what happened was um, one of my housemates had tried to introduce me to her. Yeah. Um, and at the same time, the other housemate had tried to introduce her to me. Um, <laughs> and bear in mind, both of them didn't realize they were both doing this. <laughs> uh, they just did this at separate times, not realizing. So when... One of my housemates had tried to introduce me to her. He showed me a picture. And I had said that, oh, um, I'm not interested because I just think she looks too stunning and I think she's above my league. I think uh, if I were to try, she would shut me down. So I'm not uh, even going to try. Okay. Um, and then the other one had showed, uh, shown the missus my picture. Yeah. And um, at that time, I was working for a fashion company. So... Um, we used to get sort of styled by different brands um, and different stylists. So I just had multiple pictures on my online profile of me yeah. just looking absolutely stunning in different, <laughs> outfits. <laughs> in different outfits. So she took one good look at my <laughs> online profile and she yeah. said, oh, I'm not interested because he just... He looks too full of himself. He looks like someone that's too full of himself. <laughs> um, and a week went by. It was one of my housemates' birthday. Uh, and he was doing it at um, a Chinese restaurant in Birmingham. Yeah. And he had invited her as well. While we were at the birthday party, we were backing each other at one point. And we were both having a conversation with the same housemates. So I was having a conversation with a housemate who had tried to who had shown me her picture. Yeah. She was having a conversation with a housemate who had shown her my picture. And then we locked eyes. And then as soon as we did, um, I just sort of was dazed and I looked at her. And in my head, I just said, this is my wife. Wow. Wow. Then, so she will tell you at the same time, when she sort of looked at me, she just said, I'm going to marry this guy. Gosh. You see, I uh, hear people say these stories. Well, mainly on telly, I have to say. I've never heard it in real life. So I'm like, <laughs> wow, and you're married, so it happened. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's like, gosh. Yeah, so, um, uh, and that, that was, and there were, there were so many, um, and I was too, too, I was too shy to speak to her because I was just still in a daze, in a trance. I was just so amazed by her. So I didn't say anything to her the entire night. I was just so fearful, like, if I open my mouth, I might say the wrong thing and she might not want to listen and it's <laughs> over before it even starts. <laughs> Meanwhile, she's thinking, why in God's name is this guy not saying anything to me? <laughs> so <laughs> the entire night just keeps going like that. Eventually, um, my housemates, not realizing what's going on between the both of us, they manage to get her back to the house Mm. to come um to come for some drinks um and there were so many instances where she could have gone home so an example was um she lived very close to birmingham 
Mm. And the club we wanted to go to was in Coventry. So mm. she wanted to go home, but my housemates convinced her to come to the club in Coventry. So she decided, okay, fine, I'm going to come. And I was like, yes. We get to the club in Coventry and it's closed. <laughs> and then she's thinking, oh, okay, I'm just going to call it a day. I'm just going to go home. And I'm thinking, oh, God, no, I haven't said anything. And she's about to leave. And my housemate's just like, you know what, everyone, why don't we go back to my place and just have some drinks? And I'm thinking, yes, you smart little man, yes. And then eventually he convinces her to come back to the house. So she comes mm. back to the house. She takes a wrong turn and goes into my room. In- <laughs> and uh, bear in mind, at this point, I'm still too shy. Mm. I'm still trying to think to myself, what do I say? How do I say it? When do I say it? Mm. So I go into my room um, and she's in my room. So I'm like, oh, and she looks at me and she goes, oh, sorry, I think I'm in the wrong room. Is this your room? And I go, yeah. She's like, sorry, um, would you like me to leave? And then I then muscle up the courage to say, um, I've never seen uh, any man that has a woman as pretty as you in his room and ask her to leave. (laughs) So she goes, oh, you think I'm pretty? And I'm like, I think you're stunning. And then she goes, then why have you why haven't you said anything to me all night? <laughs> and I just said, Oh <sighs> I'm scared. <laughs> I can't believe that you two was like in the same room, more or less close to each other. You turn around, seeing each other's faces, but you still didn't really have a chat. All this stuff has happened. And now she's ended up in your room. <laughs> And then this is when you actually say something. Imagine if she didn't turn into that room. What would I have know. happened? I just, oh, I know, wow. I know. And then, um, you know, we got talking after that and exchanged numbers. I still was a little bit scared. I didn't know what to say or send in a text message. So a couple of days go by. I say nothing, still thinking of what to say. Eventually, she wow. must have got the courage and she just texted me and she's like, would you like to go on a date? And I'm like, yes, hell yes. Uh, <laughs> luckily she was just like that <laughs> oh my god I don't know if I could have sat around waiting for you I'd have been like <laughs> oh, yes. no you know she, she she had to I was a good looking young man she had to <laughs> <laughs> she had no choice I get it I get no it <laughs> um, but it, it just sort of kicked up from there we went on a date and I think after the date ended um, she just sort of laid it out straight facts and said, listen, if we're going to do this, then we're doing this long term. We need to be in this and I'm not here to play games. And I just said, you know what? Give me a second. And then I text every girl I was sort of seeing at the time and I just said, sorry, guys, I think I found the one. Thank you for your time. Wow. It's okay. And... <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. No, probably. Uh, uh, yeah, that um, it was Valentine's the week after we yeah. officially, uh, after that date night. Um, and um, I was still so dazed and so in love and it was the best Valentine's. I remember hiring some random guy on the street that used to play the guitar in the Coventry City Centre. <laughs> and I gave him some money to go rent a tuxedo and clean himself up. And I thought... <laughs> Sorry. And I just said to yeah. him, like, I need you to show up to this address. Because I used to see him every day outside work. So we used yeah. to talk anyways. Yeah. So I said, yes, some money, go clean yourself up, get yourself a tuxedo. I need you to show up to this address. I'm having a private dinner for 
um, my girlfriend, and I need you to come play for us. And I said to him, I don't know you um, that well. You could run away with this money and do whatever you want with it. But mm-hmm. just know, if you do, you can't show your face in Coventry ever again. <laughs> Threat. Because <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was supposed to be a special night and I wanted it to work. So I issued a threat just to make sure he would show up. Um, oh, and then um, I didn't think he would show up, um, but he did. He did. Ah, kept his word. Hmm. The the door, he turned up, he was cleaned up, he was in a tuxedo. And he played. He played the uh, the guitar and the violin, and it was really, it was really good. Um, it was, it was best Valentine. We started a restaurant together and a cookery mm. school, and mm. this private chef business together. Um, so we've we've sort of like every single chance we've had to do the wedding, we've just <laughs> decided, you know what, let's start a business instead. <laughs> <laughs> um, ah. Because we just feel like, well, what's the point? Like, we're together. We've got two kids. Yeah, yeah. get married. Um, we're not going anywhere. Yeah. So let's just sort of think about our future rather than just uh, the wedding. Yeah, I get that. But everywhere we go, everyone just says we're married and we don't sort of, we don't fight people anymore. We just say, yeah, 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 whatever. We're married. Yeah. You probably just kind of feel, look married. You know, some people you think, I bet they're married. <laughs> They've just got that, like, can, you know, when you see a family and a little connection, you think, oh, yeah, yeah, married. So that's good. You're giving off the good married vibes. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, so, when, yeah. We, when we turn up with an eight-year-old and a four-year-old screaming mum and dad, everyone just assumes, <laughs> like, yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, we've been together ever since then. It's been about nine years. Okay. Mm-hmm. Nine years now. Wow. Um, we had, um, so it's been about nine years. A, a year after we um, we met, uh, our, my, our first child, Noah, was born. Mm. Um, so um, it was it was really quick. Everything went really fast. Um, mm. We started dating a week after we met. Um, had our first child the next year. Um, and everyone thought the same thing at the time. Like, oh my God, it's rushed, it's rushed, it's rushed. But, mm. you know, I, it was just, you, well, you know, you know. So um, there was no point. And I used to send her cards and flowers all the time. Aww. And every time I send her cards and flowers, I would write in the card um, to the mother of my kids, to the mother of my kids. Wow. So, wow. Before anything, any babies even before popped out, anything, you were saying that? Before any of that, it was just, wow. I would always just write to the mother of my kids, to the mother of my kids. And then eventually when she was pregnant, we both just sort of lost it. Like, yeah. <laughs> I am now the mother of your kids. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Wow. That sounds very like, you know, like from when you saw her and when you had that connection, that was it for you two. You're like, yeah, you're my husband. You're my wife. Let's do this. It sounds very much like that, which is good. It's simple. I like that. No messing about. Do you know what I mean? So we're keeping with the old married theme for this next interview. This is with Jason, who's a chef. So he told me what he would cook for his wife on Valentine's Day. So I'm guessing his wife is going to be eating that on Valentine's Day. I bet she won't, because I bet you won't do it. (laughs) But let's see. This is what he'd do. Tell me your best Valentine meal that you'd like to eat, yeah? Okay, so if I was cooking for the the better half... um... Mm -hmm. Just trying to think now because I know there's certain things 
I'd eat and certain things she wouldn't eat. She's got a lot better. She's been very picky with her first now, but she's she's a lot better now. Okay. Um, I think steak must be main course, definitely. Mm. Either a nice fillet, medium rare for me, rare for the wife. Mm. Um, and just keep it very simple. Nice, nice fries. For mm. me, I'd have, I'd have palm and truffle fries, but uh, the wife doesn't eat dairy. So she can have just fries, nice people that much, and steak, uh, and uh, plum tomato for main course. That's it, really simple. Um, mm-hmm. dessert, it'd be a chocolate mousse or a chocolate, <laughs> it'd be or a chocolate fondant, probably chocolate uh... with a little salt caramel ice cream. Mm. Starters, <laughs> we, don't really, we don't really tend to have starters if we go out. Okay, like, she's a bit of a, of a cheapskate. <laughs> So I'm not a starter. Oh well, don't have to have I tell you what, starter. If I was cooking it, I'd do salt and pepper squid because I know that's a favourite. Oh, it I love. Reminds us, reminds us of Australia when we went traveling, okay. got married. So yeah, definitely a uh, salt and pepper squid. Uh, nice, medium rare, rare fillet steak. Mm. Truffle fries for me, maybe chunky chips for the wife, and then I'm gonna say a, a chocolate fondant with salt caramel ice cream. Sounds good. Wow, you gotta do that now. I feel like you can't just come in here and say it. No, I'll be working. So, have you ever? done that thing where you've gone on a first date on Valentine's Day. I've never done that, but this happened to Zong, so it was a little bit weird. Well, it wasn't weird. I think she was just a bit self-conscious, but anyway, have a listen. Valentine's Day-wise, what is your either best or worst Valentine's date? Um, Yeah, someone that didn't eat. Oh. On, on a date. I was like, we ordered stuff, and she yeah. wouldn't. Do you know when they're just poking the food and moving it around the plate? Mm, no. Like, we'll come out to we have a chat. You're just knocking this piece of meat around the plate. <laughs> Put so, it in your mouth. Have a chew. Wasn't she? Wasn't she like what? So wasn't she a big eater or did no? I wasn't a big eater at all. I, oh. I, I, thought, you know, I just thought you know we'd go out. I've, I think it was um, it was in the the mailbox. Yeah. Uh, I think it's by Stilla or something like that. I can't remember. Mm. So we went there and then she just didn't eat and she just drank, really. I think she was, oh, uh, might have been an, an alcoholic rather than an eater. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I'd rather someone just eat the place down than drink the place that I'm not uh, not into these big drinker type yeah, things. So I just, yeah. I think mm. for, I don't know whether she felt uncomfortable eating or chewing or shit. You know, for was me, it a first like, date, though? As it well? was a first date. Oh, sometimes that can be true. I don't care. I would just eat and I say, you know what? I'm having the whole menu. And if you look at me and think you're pig, I'm like, call me a pig. I don't really care. But that's the thing, you see. You know, some people aren't like that. They feel a bit self-conscious and stuff. Yeah, they're self-conscious, but then you're not being yourself, though, are you? Yeah, that's So that that kind of, you know, that was a no-no for me. And it's like, you can't can't be yourself eating with someone else. And it's, yeah, you can't be yourself being doing other things you know what I mean so yeah no I get that fair enough 
Thanks to all of my guests this week. There's been absolutely loads of them. They are all in hospitality business. They're all making food and drink for us that we can eat. Yum, 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 yum. But yes, they told me all about their Valentine Day um, accounts. And some have been really funny. Some have been quite, ah, and others have been like, hmm. So yes, it all makes the world go round. But just wanted to say a good and a big thank you to them. And I'm going to end with this Please listen carefully out there, men, because this is what I want. My wife, like when she she met me, uh, she goes, I can't, you know, I feel kind of like I've been duped all this time. We're eating out and I thought that was amazing. <laughs> uh, and now like, I, I eat food at home and it's like better than like going to a restaurant and stuff. Yeah. It's like... Oh, yeah. God. <laughs> I can't imagine. That's what I want. I want a husband that can cook. Honestly, that's all I want <laughs> in life. I would just be happy knowing that I can come home and just eat a good dinner every day till I die. I'm like, do you know what? That for me is living. Thanks for listening and get involved. You can like, comment and follow me on the socials. I'm on Twitter. I'm at CravenK7. That's C-R-A-V-E-N-K-7. I'm also on Instagram and I'm CravenK7 on there. And if you want to listen to this weekly, I know you do, what you'll need to do is you need to follow me. Follow me on Spotify, Apple, Anchor or Google Podcasts and you'll get notified every week and then you can get your teeth into more menu. Also, I suggest you share this with your good friends and your family because they will not want to miss out either. So why not do that while you're there? (laughs) Do it. All right, then. That's me. Thanks for listening. Bye. Yay! Yay! Yay!